This episode of the Better Every Shift podcast is brought to you by Lexipol, the experts in policy, training, wellness support, and grants assistance for first responders and government leaders. To learn more, visit Lexipol.com. That's L-E-X-I-P-O-L.com. Now let's get into the show. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Better Every Shift podcast. My name is Aaron Zamzel. I'll be your host today. With me, as always, editor-in-chief, co-captain, the brains behind this organization, for real, Janelle Fasquette. Janelle, how are we doing today? I am doing great. I'm excited for this one. So we have a very special guest. This is actually his very first national podcast uh, as the CEO of um, I said head cheese, a main man um, of the National Fallen Firefighters Foundation. We have with us today uh, Chief Victor Stagnaro. How you doing, Chief? How does it feel? You're you're now the CEO of the National Fallen Firefighters Foundation. Yeah, it's uh, it, well, it's an honor. It's um, it's a privilege to do it, and uh, you know we're kind of easing into it as uh, you know Chief Sarnicky is going to continue on through the end of the year, and we're going to be transitioning. So it's uh, Hasn't been like a full impact, I think, yet. Maybe that's to come. Uh, I've described it as kind of like having a birthday when you're an adult. Just get up and do what you're supposed to do, you know, at least so far. But I think that that's still yet to come. So there's a great story behind this, too, as to I think you're you're beginning. You're taking over the role of CEO in June and then January 1st. I um Chief Sarnaki is kind of stepping away at that point and he's going to go more advisory. But uh, there was already, uh, they challenged you a little bit in, in, in that role. Can you just elaborate that story real quick? I think it's great. <laughs> yeah. So, um, so, you know, Chief Sarnaki and I, we've known each other for a long, long time. Um, you know, back, back from our Prince George's County days. And uh, so during the memorial, uh, we were chatting, you know, starting to get, you know, kind of get some things going and, and uh, start working on the transition. And he, you know, tongue in cheek, he says, uh, well, you know, you're not the CEO until June 1st, but you're not in charge till January 1st when he finally, you know, when he does leave. Uh, finally, <laughs> I don't mean that in, a, in the right way, the wrong way. Right. Uh, so I said, no, actually, you know, uh, actually, Ron, I'm, I'm the CEO now. And he's, he's like, no, no, this is, uh, I've talked to the chairman of the board. Uh, this was in your contract. I said, no, it's, it's not in the contract. So he, he's leafing through it and he's like, it's in here. I said, it's not in there. And uh, finally, he's like, okay, never mind. He just put it away. So, so <laughs> technically, I am the CEO from, uh, from the time that um, uh, the chairman of the board, Tro- Troy Markle, who's a fantastic guy. Um, he, uh, from that point, you know, once, once we've made an agreement, you know, that it's, I'm in, um, unless I really mess up, I could still get fired. But, um, uh, but yeah, it was, it was kind of been, it, it's been kind of tongue in cheek that way, you know, with, with Ron and I. So it's, uh, it, he's a great guy. He's been a great guy to work with. And, um, yeah, I'm, I'm enjoying the, the, the laughter, uh, with all the tough stuff that we got to do. So, so for all those that question, first of all, the foundation is in good hands because the CEO reads contracts thoroughly, does not miss anything. And, you know, you mentioned you've, you've been with uh, NFFF uh, for a long time. I'll just read a little bit just for those who uh, don't know your, your full background, but you joined 
uh, NFFF staff in 2010, overseeing foundations, family and fire service programs, marketing, business management. Prior to that, you were um, you served 25 years with Prince George's County Fire EMS and retired as a, a deputy fire chief of uh, emergency ops. You've been involved with foundation dating back to 1998 uh, when you uh, you served as an incident commander for Memorial Weekend. You served um, with the initial New York response team, which actually Chief Sarnicky talked about how pivotal that was for the foundation. Um, if you haven't heard Chief Sarnicky on the podcast, please go back and, and listen to that after this one, of course. Um, but you've been involved with the foundation for a long, long time and uh, you know, what's the, you know, what's, what's that like now, all of a sudden you, you've always been kind of looking up at him and now has it really settled yet? You know, we kind of asked that a little bit, but now setting the table a little bit more, you, you're going to be, you're the guy. Are, are you ready for that? What, what's, uh, you know, what's, what was the original thought as soon as they said, yep, you got it. Yeah, it's uh well, it, um, I'm eager to get started. Uh, I'm eager to, you know, be able to start building off of the tremendous work that that Ron has done uh, over the last 22 plus years since he's been here. Uh, there's a lot of daunting things as we look ahead. Uh, you know, we've we hear all the time uh, we're not finding new ways that firefighters die, um, but we're actually we're finding ways that firefighters die that we didn't know of before. Mm -hmm. uh, such as the cancers that has emerged over the last you know five to ten years, uh, the the recent change in the public safety officer benefit program and and our criteria mirrors uh, PSOB. So anytime they make a change, ours is pretty automatic. Uh, it runs through the board, but generally speaking, that's that's the way it goes. So the fact that we're going to be honoring firefighters who died by suicide uh, and and I can tell you, you know, just with discussions I've had with uh, some folks from different departments, they can think of people just off the top of their head that may meet that criteria. So, you know, the numbers that we're going to be facing and the number of uh, families that we're going to be serving is going to increase. Uh, so part of it, you know, the part of my motivation was I, I felt that having been with the organization as long as I've, I've been here, that I'm maybe better equipped to help maneuver through those changes and and the, the the issues that the foundation will face than somebody coming in new. Um, and obviously, uh, you know, I'm, I'm grateful to the board and and uh, those who've put their faith in me. Uh, but now it's it's time to roll up sleeves and get to work. So um, yeah, I, I, does that properly? Yeah, give me a vision as to you know why I'm here. Yep. And, and, um, you know, I, I've been fortunate enough to serve on some of the committees in, in which, um, F and FRC first responder center for excellence have. Um, and you know, obviously this has been talked about beyond, you know, with the foundation and with FRC for many years as, you know, the job or the role of, of NFFF is, Hey, we want to honor those that have, uh, passed and, and take care of their families. But we also want to decrease the number of firefighter fatalities. And we're looking at this daunting tasks now, as you had said, it's, it's like they keep adding to, um, to the agenda in a way. Um, you know, let's talk about that a little bit. So now we have cancer, we have mental health, we have cardiac, and then we still have all those other things. You got to wear your seatbelts and everything else. How do you manage that 
you know, from a big picture bet, uh, down to now, where is the focus of that foundation of the foundation going? Yeah, well, the, the mission is very clear. And when we were created in 92, uh, you know, I, I like to mention we were commissioned by Congress, signed by the president of the United States. You know, so the, the highest levels of the federal government have said we need an organization that's going to honor the fallen, take care of the families and work on fire prevention. So um, so that's that will always remain you know, constant. That's that's not going to change. Uh, you know, one of the great things that Ron has done with the 16 firefighter life safety initiatives and the, the, the monumental efforts to really bring more attention to uh, firefighter safety and, and uh, trying to reduce the number of firefighters that we honor. Uh, and that obviously needs to continue. So we're going to try to continue to build on that um, as we've done and and then realize that, uh, you know, some of the our programs uh, are going to need to be updated. Uh, for example, the uh, and, and I'm sure many people in your audience and may, maybe you're, you know yourself, we've all experienced either friends or, or perhaps family members that have died by suicide. The level of grief, you know, the, those types of the grief that those families go through is is different than than what a lot of you know what we would call traditional or previously traditional firefighter fatalities uh, when they occur. So we need to adapt. We're going to need to, you know, be better prepared to serve those families. Uh, we need to learn the fact that uh, firefighters don't commit suicide or and no one commits suicide. You know, crimes are committed, uh, but people die by suicide. And there's, there's lots of factors that, that goes into that. Uh, so we need to educate ourselves and we need to educate our existing families that the ones that continue to return to serve uh, the families that uh, the new families each year and um, and then make sure we've got, you know, really good, solid programs to be able to serve those families. And then, as you mentioned, uh, Aaron, the the whole component of uh, trying to prevent line of duty deaths um, that will you know continue on and, and through the first responder center. Uh, you know, there's been a lot of great work going on in those avenues. And then even there, the first responder center, we've had a lot of, of folks in law enforcement, EMS, they're facing a lot of the same issues. And that's the great thing about the FRC is they, they can reach out to those different organizations, those first responder organizations, and be able to serve those populations with programs we've already developed. Yeah. And it's, it's only going to, you know, it's only going to, I'm not going to say get worse. It's only going to be more of a challenge, which uh, sounds like you're, you're well, willing and already understanding of that. And that's, that's a great kind of attitude to, to have. Um, and one thing I've, uh, just by talking to you in, in passing and, and knowing people that know you, they say that about you. You're like, hey, challenge, yep, he's kind of a bring it on kind of guy. Now, is that something that because you've worked with Chief Sarnicky over the years, you have have kind of watched and, and developed on your own? Is that something that you, you, you got from when you were a little kid kind of, where is that like kind of bring it on? Let's go. We can, we can do this attitude. Yeah. Well, you know, I think that's a, that's a firefighter attitude, right? It's uh you know, that's the reason you get into the fire service. Uh, Cause when the bell rings or when there's, you know, something that needs to be done, you know, you, you want to jump up and, and go and get it done. So, you know, I, th I think there's a, 
there's a certain certain amount of wiring that you know comes that way. Um, I used to joke years and years ago. Um, used to, I used to joke that uh, I'm a type B in a type A world, uh, but I don't know that that's entirely true. <laughs> um, and so, and and I've had great mentors, and and I've been able to watch tremendous leaders uh, throughout my career. And um, and I've hoped I've you know I've served in those capacities um, in some fashion you know as uh, whether it's chief operations or um, serving in training being a company officer you know wherever it would be you know it was, uh, always kind of had that lean forward kind of attitude and and um, the importance of what we do that you know it's the, one of the wonderful things about the fire service it's the uh, it's the mercy arm of government right you know somebody needs help this is who you send. And so when that transitioned into the first fire programs um, and then, you know, when, and then as the managing director, you know, we're the mercy arm for those families. And, um, and then to, to be involved with that, some of the most, the brightest minds in the fire service with regards to research and trying to prevent line of duty deaths, it's really an honor to do it. And, um, and I've gotten to a point where I, I just I don't want to let people down. You know, that's that's a huge component of uh, the work that we do. And 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 being entrusted with the foundation is um, really, uh, you know, don't want to let people down. There's a lot of people counting on us. And uh, and that's the support that I've gotten. That's wonderful. And there's no doubt in my mind you're not going to let anybody down. That's for sure. Um, I was hoping you could speak a little bit more to that support and what you've learned watching Chief Sarnicky over the years. And then who else has been in your orbit who you've really learned from who you're going to you know, take some of these lessons and apply them uh, in this new role for the foundation? Yeah, well, Ron, you know, again, 22 plus years, uh, as you 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 probably heard when he was on the podcast, uh, you know, just a few months before 9-11 and it was, uh, you know, clear the calendar moment. We've got to be in New York. And and I don't know if you, you know, he there were people in the organization and he was the fourth employee. So there weren't many, but there were there were people in the organization said, no, you know, that's not our role. That's not what we do. And he was like, step aside. We've got to be there. Right. So. You just love that attitude. And um, so watching that and and just when there's an opportunity or a need just to, you know, j jump on that, it's, you know, without hesitation. And I think that's that chief's mentality uh, that, you know, th that mentality that comes from being in the fire service. So, um, yeah, I think that's that's a big component of it. Uh, there's other people that in my orbit. Um, I've had the great pleasure of uh, watching and being involved with when we first stood up the, uh, the cancer Alliance, uh, with Denny Compton, chief Denny Compton. Um, and what a valuable experience it was to work with him just to see how he operates. And he's, he's extraordinarily bright. And I've, I've told him this, uh, he is, you know, he's among the greatest leaders in the fire service of today. He might be the wisest man I've ever met he's just got this amazing amount of wisdom and ability to be able to see things, you know, down the, down the line, you know, 
five, 10 steps ahead of everyone else. And um, trying to emulate that, trying to, you know, learn from him and, and see how, you know, he, he's got this very broad vision of things that are occurring and things that, you know, if you do this, what the ramifications will be. So, um, you know, I want to be able to bring some of that. Uh, but the other part of it is, uh, Janelle, is I'm not going to be doing it alone. You know, I've got Ron's, Ron's one phone call away. Uh, Denny Compton is a phone call away. And the amount of um, support and good wishes that I've received. Uh, I, I mentioned it, uh, it was the first board meeting. We did it during the, the um, memorial. Uh, I mentioned, you know, I, if I wreck this car, 10 minutes later, you won't know because there's going to be so many people coming up to fix it, you know, and the fact of the matter is they're not going to let me wreck it, you know, and, and, um, and I just need to be really open to, you know, suggestions, recommendations, and, and know that I've got uh, the same people I've been working with for years is um, the ability to uh, get that level of support and get that advice. That's great. Well, and and we mentioned before, so Ron is going to stay on through the end of the year uh, in a sort of transition capacity. How do you see that flowing? Like, will you guys be sort of tag teaming the overall plans? Uh, will he be kind of transitioning things to you over the course of a few months? Um, what? Yeah, what does that look like? Yeah, it's that's a great question. And we're still working through that. It's uh, <laughs> kind of a work in progress. Um, you know, the great thing is, like we've mentioned, you know, I've known him for so long and we've worked together for so long. It's, um, you know, I, I think it's an easy transition, but I, I think it's getting it will get to a point where you know, long term decisions, obviously, you know, we're going to work those out. You know, we're we're going to have those discussions and it'll be mine to make. Um, but I've got him as a sounding board. And then uh, the other part is, you know, he, he's got so much institutional knowledge, despite the fact that I've already been here a while, but there are things, you know, that he just knows because of the work that he's been doing at that level. Um, so trying to obtain as much of that as I can. And, um, and then the connections, you know, he's, he's really good with remembering faces and names, which I'm really lousy at. Um, but uh, that's, you know, just connecting with, the folks that are supporting us, you know, day in and day out and making those personal connections uh, as in anything, it's, it's all about relationships. And that's, you know, that's a great strong point for him. And then um, I, I will need to learn how to, how to build on those relationships and create new ones. So, uh, you know, I think that's really more the transition piece um, when it comes to policy and decision-making it, it's, it's a pretty well, oiled machine in that regard. Um, everybody knows the mission and, and um, I don't think a lot will come up on those kinds of issues. You got to keep oil in the machine, right? That's about yeah. it. That's yeah. your job. Exactly. You know, yeah. Let, let, let's talk about you personally here. Now, uh, our mantra, our model, our mantra, our motto here is um, better every shift, um, better every day. So you personally, uh, you had mentioned working on, you know, remembering people's names. I'm with you. <laughs> Thanks for that. I'm, I'm trying. I'm trying. Um, but what else? Like personally, what are you working on personally that you know if I can develop this, the foundation, not only you personally, but the foundation is going to succeed better. I mean, what what kind of things are you seeing when you look in the mirror? 
Yeah, that's a that's tough. Putting a five year plan together, you know, that's I think that's the the main uh, my main focus and finding a replacement for me. Those are probably the two main things I need to work on. Um, I think a five year plan is you know part of that will be you know getting some really smart people in the room and saying, all right, you know, we we're bursting at the seams when it comes to the numbers of families that are coming to the memorial, which is fantastic. Uh, that's, we brought on somebody a few years ago that um, main focus is to, you know, make, make contact with that family, let them know about the resources that we can provide uh, the kids camps, the wellness conferences, the, you know, all the resources that we have uh, to help our families and then to come to the memorial. Uh, there's, there's one facility in the, the area that can manage up to 700 family members. And we were like 688 this past Memorial. So we've got to really plan on, uh, and I mentioned this at the, at the start of it, we've really got to plan on you know, how the memorials are going to look, how we're going to be able to serve those families during the Memorial, um, uh, the programmatic pieces, uh, and then ensuring that we have the funding streams to be able to support the, the work that we need to do. Uh, it's, you know, the work that we do is vital. It's uh, and it's an honor to be able to do it, but it, we, it, it's, it's going to be work and we've got to make, build those relationships. Uh, we've got to get people to donate, you know, to support the families. And um, that's a, a pretty strong key component. You know, I've got some thoughts as to, some ways that we might be able to do that. Um, I don't know that betters it, but it'll be different. Um, you know, Ron's phenomenal at taking, seeing an opportunity and then capitalizing on that. Uh, I'm not sure I'm that good at that. So, you know, my approach I think is going to be to be a little more systematic uh, in the way we do it. Not to say that he hasn't been, uh, he has, but uh, so, you know, those are just some of the things that I look, when I look in the mirror, some of the challenges that we have coming, um, and, and making sure I've got a, uh, to Janelle's comment, an orbit of people that I can rely on that are going to, uh, you know, help guide that process. You know, there's a lot of really smart people that want to see the organization succeed. And um, so I need that input, you know, to be able to really move forward and, and uh, get the ideas that we need to be prepared for what's coming up in the two, three, five years. How do you personally, uh, how do you how do you balance that? Because you 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 could tell you have this passion. You're like, hey, I I have and and Chief Sarnicky too, right? You talk to Chief and you know this 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 is this comes from the heart. Uh, same with you. Like you've lived this for the last 20, 30 years. You see the impact. How do you personally say, okay, I got to step back a little bit, do some things for myself? Like, what's that formula like? And you had talked about systems, and I know everybody kind of figures that out. But, uh, have you, have you thought about that at all? Like knowing yourself, your personality, how do you step back to be better in a way? Yeah. Um, that's a great question. And, and it's, it's one that was asked of me essentially through the, the, uh, interview process. And, uh, you know, they consulted I, with me on that one. By yeah, the way. that was, uh, that was pretty smart. Yeah. And yeah. you, you're really good about keeping quiet about it. So thanks for <laughs> giving that away. Um, yeah, you know, there's, there's a lot of, really good nonprofits. Um, I think there's things we might be able to learn uh, from some of those organizations. Um, 
you know, I, I there's groups of CEOs, nonprofit CEOs, think tanks. You know, I, I really I'm eager to get involved with some of those folks and some of those organizations to, to draw from them. Um, you know, and some of the other th things that, you know, I've, we've talked about is, you know, we have an amazing opportunity to learn about grief and 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 how to how to better serve our families. So, you know, there's a lot of research on cardiac, right? A lot of research going on 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 cancer, and that's the the line of duty death prevention programs, which are phenomenal. Um, I think we have an opportunity to do some research on grief with the families that we serve, for those who are who might be willing. And that would have national and international impact as to, you know, for, not just for the fire service and for us, but uh, for, you know, across the world for people who deal with grief. So, you know, those are the types of things that, you know, really want to try to insert into uh, the programmatic pieces that we that we are involved with. Uh, it's going to make us better and it's going to make the fire service better. It's going to help a lot of people. Yeah. And you mentioned like using kind of, kind of tweaking your own personal stuff with some CEOs from other organizations that are similar. Uh, anything glaring, like has your schedule all of a sudden changed? Like have, have you, you know, said, Oh gosh, I got to figure this time management thing out a little bit or what's any. Yes. Oh, absolutely. The travel absolutely is going to, is, is on the uptick. Um, you know, trying to be at a lot of places, uh, we've got some family plans coming up uh, this summer. Uh, I have a daughter that lives in London and she's coming to visit. And, you know, there's there's other events that are, you know, drawing me in. So trying to, you know, trying to still be a good husband. And my kids are all grown up, so there's not a whole lot of, um, you know, I don't have to make baseball games other than, you know, grandkids maybe. Um but yeah, there's uh, the travel um, is definitely on the increase, and I think in the next six months uh, that Ron and I are going to be meeting weekly and just going over calendars, travel, you know, who's going to do what, and um, yeah, it's, and I'm not there yet, you know. I okay. I, I, yeah. I kind of just pour myself into work, and uh, somehow that's therapy. We're going to have to we're going to do a follow up after year one, and then I'm going to ask the same question, and I bet you'll have like. Your system, uh, right? Are you trying be, to yeah, yeah, your system? Yeah, 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 cool. Well, I think it's interesting too because when we had Chief Sarnicky on, he talked about how this is such a unique role because you're really never off. You're right. you're always on. I mean, someone could call you at any hour of the day, and you got to be there. You know, it's kind of like you know going back to that initial 9/11, just complete refocus on everything you just kind of have to drop everything and although you know i'm talking much smaller for the most part when uh something new happens some you know big incident not on the same scale as 9-11 but you know kind of that always on always available and just going back to aaron's question for a second about balance you know this isn't just like any ceo job this is a very unique position because you are helping people who have been through the worst days of their lives. And naturally some of that, you know, is going to sink in to you as well. So I'm just wondering if you've thought through not only the time management balance, but the personal resilience part of it and 
protecting yourself too. You want to be there for these families. Um, but it's also, it's a very heavy, heavy position to be in. Yeah. Yes. And no, um, it, it is, but it's also, uh, so rewarding. Uh, there's so much component of that. And, and, and I've, I've said for years, like the, the, the when we do the National Memorial, uh, that's a reset for us as an entire organization. You know, when, when we're doing um, preparing timesheets and working on contracts and, you know, all the, the administrative things that have to happen, then we we have our memorial and and then we remember why we do what we do. And it's very uh, it's very gratifying in that sense. So, you know, it can be heavy, but it, it's also, you know, when when you hear stories of um, uh, of a, a kid who whose father died in the line of duty, uh, wouldn't wear, you know, the, the fire department got T-shirts, you know, to commemorate uh, that firefighter. And then the but a daughter who wouldn't want to wear it, she just, you know, dismissed it. And and um, after going to kids camp, then. She, first day of school, she's wearing the T-shirt and the mom sends a, an email to us and says, you know, and that she she was with her peers and now it, she's reached another level where it's, it's OK. So, you know, those things are so satisfying that, um, you know, that's what keeps us going and that's what keeps me going. Uh, so it, it, it can be heavy, but it, there's these really brilliant, shining moments that we get to share um, you know, glimmers of, of what we do, which just drives us even more to, you know, want to continue to do the work. Is, yeah. is there another story? Is there a pivotal story that, you know, over the year, I mean, you've been doing this, for, like we said, for a long time. Is there something else that sticks in your head? It, you do have a reset. And I just did the uh, stair climb at uh, FDIC and I see exactly what you're talking about. Um, and we'll, we'll talk a little bit about how, how, encourage other our listeners to do that. Um, but i I remember, you know, shaking your hand there and just being around some of those firefighters from New York that had made the trip and, you know, climbing the stairs, listening to, uh, just people encourage each other. And, and I mean, it's unbelievable. I can only imagine what Memorial weekend is like, I'm going next year. Um, but is there something else? Is there another story that sticks out over your, your career that just, you know what, if, if it's not Memorial Day weekend or it's not Memorial weekend that's doing this, it's this story that kind of exemplifies why you do what you're doing. Mm. That's a tough one. I can't think of a specific, there's so many, um, uh, you know, I, I had, um, I spoke to a son of a fallen firefighter this week who, uh, only made it to the memorial on Sunday and um, because he's, he's in the military. So he, he, he finally got orders to be able to, to come to the memorial. And um, typically we know when the family's coming. So, you know, to, to speak to him and say, you know, just uh, want to make sure everything turned out okay for you. Um, realize you, you were not able to collect the flag for your dad. Uh, but we, you know, we want to try to make that right. And, and he was just so positive and mentioning, you know, how well he was treated and just what a, you know, what a beautiful memorial it was. You know, again, those are the kinds of things that keep us going there. I, I can't think of a, 
ask me in a year and I'll probably yeah. have yeah. more. I just don't have one you know, collected in my head right now. Well, and I just have to say, having just returned from Memorial Weekend a couple weeks ago, I'm just so blown away and impressed by the level of care and professionalism provided by all the volunteers there. From an outsider perspective, it absolutely looks like a well-oiled machine, and it's incredibly powerful, incredibly touching, and emotional. And I just want to say kudos to everything that the foundation is doing at these Memorial Weekends. I mean, every single family member, every single family has a personal, uh, what's the word, is it escort volunteer escort, yeah. assigned mm -hmm. to them for the weekend to do anything they need to help them with anything. And they are just there by their side for anything. And that's just phenomenal. I, I was just so impressed by all of that. Yeah, and it, as Aaron mentioned, that the like the stair climbs, but the, the memorial in particular, um, you know, you, I go and thank those folks, and they just they look at me in the eyes and say, "It's it's my honor." Um, we cannot do the memorial without the hundreds and hundreds of volunteers, you know, the the pipes and drums, the honor guards, the family escorts, and and the team does a phenomenal job of putting it all together and, and making sure every detail is taken care of. And the escorts in particular, uh, they are, they are our representative to that family. And that escort group does a phenomenal job of uh, vetting and making sure that those, those are the right people. And, um, and it's an elite group of, of folks who, who serve those families. And in many cases, they build a relationship where, they'll, they'll go visit one another. And, you know, they, they come back for another memorial and the, the escort goes and has dinner with the family. And, um, there's a, a there's so much that, you know, you, you're at the certain level and you, you know, you, you watch and you, and you help programmatic pieces, but there's a million little things that happen that you never hear about. Uh, and it could be just a work team that's setting up chairs and cleaning, you know, washing tables for the families to eat. And they, they do something small for the family um, that you never hear about. And, uh, and those escort groups, um, huge, you know, a million little things that we never know that they do to make that family be comfortable and, and make sure they're taken care of. So that's the kind of people I get to work with. So, yeah. Yeah. you know, how, how fantastic is that? Well, let's talk about that a little bit. Let's talk about how can I, um, you know, if I'm listening to this, and I, I, I want to help. I want to help National Fallen Firefighters Foundation. I want to get involved in some way. Um, you know, personally, I was moved uh, to join a couple of committees. And now I've done the step, the stair climb. And, I'm, you know, I, to me, it, it not only helps, obviously, I'm able to give. But you know what? I, I get just as much as I give. And I think that's what you're talking about is you put yourself around people that want to give back, understand the importance and see the value in, in trying to um, really continually build the, miss, the mission the mission and the message. So how do you join the team or how can someone get involved? What are your suggestions on that? So one way is the uh, we have a everyone goes home or uh, advocate group. Uh, that's uh, a group of grassroots fire service folks that uh, that we will train up on all the training courses that we have. If that's your, you know, if you want to be an instructor, 
Um, and I'll tell you some, you know, some of the phenomenal or great work that they've done is in the state of Texas, you have to have a courage to be safe course. It's four hour courage to be safe course. Cause when we developed that course and it preceded me it was before I became fire programs uh, director, uh, the fire service thought that is such an important course that every firefighter should have it. Uh, it's required in the state of Texas. It's uh, something similar in the state of Ohio. And that's, those are some of the things that our advocates have been able to do at the grassroots level. They take our message, they take you know, the, the work that we've done and they embed it into the fire service. So that, that would be one really good avenue for fire service folks to, to get involved. Um, just as you've done, you know, uh, come to the stair climbs. Uh, if there's not one locally, uh, ha do one. Uh, we you know, th Those stair climbs and the golf tournaments, those are grassroots people who want to support the foundation. And so they organize these events to support the families of fallen firefighters. So, you know, all that money comes to support the Memorial Weekend, our kids camps and other things. So, um, and, and a lot of that with the 9-11 stair climbs, it goes back to FDNY. We continue to support uh, their counseling services unit and some of the other organizations that, um, that are connected with the FDNY. So those are, you know, just some ways um, to, uh, to support the foundation. You know, come to the memorial. Uh, we, we actually have uh, a bit of a problem. We have more volunteers that, than we have work for, which is a great problem to have. Oh, wow, yeah. Um, but if you come and volunteer, you know, just know that, you know, you're not necessarily going to be the incident commander or the, you know, or one of the, the, you know, the team leads, you know, but um, one of the really neat things is uh, we, ha we have a group of folks from New Jersey and all over the country, but it started with New Jersey. They serve the, the, the dinners and the lunch for the families. And that has become an elite group who, and they don't want to do anything else. They're like, this is our thing. And um, so, yeah, just come, you know, you can volunteer. And then the last piece I would say is, you know, do everything you can to prevent a line of duty death. You know, we know they're going to happen. You know, our everyone goes home program is, it's not a statement. It's an aspiration. Um, you know, we, we recognize and we see it every memorial, not every firefighter makes it home, um, train, prepare, you know, be the best firefighter you can be. And we know there's risks, uh, be smart. Yeah. Work on getting better and, and healthier every day is the other part of that, right? Like yeah, that's the other part of FRCE. Yeah. Be prepared, be prepared every day. You know, it's, it's, it's a lifestyle. It's not just when you come on shift, you know, better every shift. You know, it starts the day before. That's right. See? Well, that should have been one of our taglines, by the go. way. I think I think we just got stumbled onto something there. there the, the websites are uh, firehero.org. Um, also then Firehero Learning Network, I, I think, are two great websites to go to, correct? Yes. Yep. And the Perfect. First Responder Center. Yep. FRC. Yep. And yes. And First Responder Center for Excellence. Uh, all three will give you some great uh, resources uh, contacts, ideas on how to, uh, help out. And, um, I, I totally, uh, I can't agree more. Uh, you know, the more I get involved, the more I just, uh, it, it continually motivates me to be better and, and do those things, um, that you're talking about chief. So, um, yeah, for those of us that, uh, haven't, and for those of you that are listening, what are you doing? Get over there and help out great cause. Um, uh, so this is, 
Great stuff, Chief. And I'm excited to see the first year, how we can ask some of these questions and how you will be like, yeah, you know, I'm now I'm, I got a little bit, I'm, I'm in my groove. Uh, so we're, we're definitely going to have you back for that, but we got to put you in the hot seat. It's where we ask some more personal questions. Uh, they range. We have no idea. Well, Janelle has a better idea of it uh, than I do. Um, but, um, you know, real quick, some questions uh, to, to kind of, you know, loosen the mood a little bit. And um, they're from our two sponsors or sponsors, our two listeners, which I always say are Janelle's mom and my mom. But, you know, I think people are on to us on that one. So, um, but, so anyways, you ready for these? About it, so she'll listen to. All right. That's three. Um, all right. Go for it, Janelle. You can start them off today. All right. Well, we talked about uh, the power of Memorial Weekend. Uh, there's also a camaraderie and brothership, brotherhood and sisterhood that happens there. Uh, one of the places that happens is the Outhouse Pub. Uh, I'm wondering if you can give us any sort of uh, maybe a favorite memory, if you're allowed to share from the pub <laughs> in your years going to the Memorial Weekend. Wow. Well, so um, I hate to admit this, but I actually don't always go to the Ott House during the Memorial Weekend. And then so I, for many years, I was responsible for the credentialing. Uh, so that's when people come, they get their credentials for the weekend. And uh, we had to be there Friday night until about 10 or 11 o'clock at night and then back in the morning on Saturday. Uh, and then usually, you know, after the candlelight service. Um, yeah, I just I need to prepare for the next day. So so uh, so, yeah, it's a good question. But I, I sorry, I got nothing on that one. All right. All right. We'll we'll let you pass. We'll OK. Let you pass. Now you're CEO. You just got to leave your credit card. People don't care. Well, all right. So I did. I, Ron and I did go this uh, this past Saturday, and it was fun to connect with. Uh, some of the board was there. Uh, the some of the singers, the talent folks that you know, and we got a chance to chat with them and and get and and enjoy you know each other's company. So that was that was good, and I I think that's a tradition I'm going to keep going with. Great. All right, Chief. You and I are doing a stair climb next year. And uh, we need a little motivational music. What are we going to listen to? Um, wow, that's uh, uh, well. I, the first thought that comes to my mind is uh, when I when I finished recruit school in nineteen the mid nineteen eighties, um, we had a theme song and it was um, uh, Danger Zone. Not All necessarily right. the best song for you know today's fire service, but uh, I don't know. You know, maybe you know, maybe Danger Zone. That's a fun for the, one. <laughs> for those that are listening that are not 30 years old uh, yet, that was also, I think, the song for Top Gun, the original Top yes, Gun, correct? You yes. nailed it. Yeah. Kenny, yeah. Kenny Loggins. Yeah. I, yeah. Anyways, yeah. I'm Way dating myself as well, Chief. I'm with you on <laughs> that. <laughs> All right, Chief. Do you have a personal inspiration, someone in your personal life that really inspires you? Mm. Uh, it's going to sound cliche. My wife, uh, she's phenomenal. She's so supportive. Um, uh, I get credit for things she's thought about. So, um, you know, like I'll come home and tell her a story and she's got this, she's also really, really wise. She can get down to the core of an issue and just by me talking about it. So, um, uh, yeah, she's a great support and, um, uh, yeah, she's, you know, she's terrific. That's I, don't, I don't deserve to be married to her. 
<laughs> Outkicked your coverage, did you? Yeah. yeah we can all relate. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> all right. I got one more for you, Chief. What are you um what are you working on personally? How are you how are you trying to improve yourself? Yeah, I'm uh I'm I'm putting together a, a list of books and maybe you got uh, you and Janelle can help me with that. You know, some things to, uh, uh, to, you know, kind of, you know, stay focused on, um, pulling together, uh, an orbit of people that, um, are going to keep me, uh, focused and, uh, humble. Um, not the false humility that, you know, that, that can also often come, uh, but I did. I learned a long time ago. Uh, if you don't find ways to humble yourself, it's really sad when you get humbled. Um, so I'd rather try to do it that way. Um, so the, you know, those are some of the uh, the main things that you know. Just trying to learn learn from the the tremendous people that are around me. Um, you know, they have so much to offer and and are so willing to give. So you know, those are some ways. And I'm looking for advice. You know, so send it to me, you know, any <laughs> thoughts, comments, you know, things we should be doing better as an organization, things that, you know, will make me a better person. Um, you know, I'm always open to hear those things. And that's why we're all here. Yeah. Uh, that's, that's why we created the podcast. And, you know, I, I, I think Janelle every single day, cause this uh, podcast makes me look in the mirror every single day and, and, uh, get to talk to wonderful leaders like yourself and go, okay, if, if that's what they're doing, I need to really work twice as much or, or, or do that same thing. So we appreciate the honesty, appreciate the insight. Thank you for your time. One last uh, bit of uh, a motivation for somebody listening to this and why, why should we continually work to get better? How can, you know, give us a little motivating uh, quote from, um, from the new CEO of the National Fallen Firefighters Foundation. What's one of your favorite quotes? Um, well, as I'm, I'm looking at some different things, I'm, I'm getting ready to uh, put together to put together a speech. And, and one quote that that comes. Well, I have two, actually. One is um, and I'm going to paraphrase it. It's, uh, you know, John Kennedy once said um, you know, the measure of a country. And I'm, I'm really butchering this, but the measure of a country can be can be evaluated by the men and women it honors. Um, and so, you know, that, that is a fire service. It's a great tradition and value. Um, so we need to continue to, to, to do that properly honor, uh, our fallen. And then, uh, the one quote I, I give a lot and people have heard me say this, uh, there's a hundred men that can do this job better than me, but it's mine to do. And that's a Harry Truman quote. And, uh, and those are kind of a couple of things I try to live by. Perfect stuff. Great way to end it. Uh, again, this isn't the end for us. We're going to bring you back after your first year. We wish you the best of luck. We, um, you know, personally, I've, I've been able to talk to people and, and meet you. And, and Janelle and I have had discussions on, on this behind your back. And now we're going to tell you to your face that we're excited for you. Thank we're you. excited for the organization. We can't thank you enough for your uh, insight and for your time and for, for being on here. And for those that are listening, uh, please note that you can watch us in action on uh, the Fire Rescue One YouTube channel. Uh, you can watch us on FireRescueOne.com. You can uh, reach out to us, Better Every Shift, at FireRescueOne.com. There'll be some show notes about the National Fallen Firefighters Foundation, how to get more involved with them. 
Uh, but most importantly, everyone, make sure you learn something, do something, share something to make you and those around you better every shift. Thanks for listening, everybody. Thanks, Aaron. Thanks, Janelle.